He's back. All righty. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to The Collective. I'm your host, Chris Perry, with your co-host, Mike White. Mike, what are you drinking today? Got the Lord's beverage. Got a white monster. The Lord's nectar. This is actually what was, uh, when you go to church, this is what they actually pour the, the goblet. When you go for communion, it's actually not wine. It's a fun fact. It's, <laughs> that, it's, a, it's an aged white monster. That's what it is. And then you have to immediately go punch drywall as quickly as you can find it. Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, we're just going to get right into it, guys. So we've been gone again because Michael is a grown adult and has many responsibilities, far more than I do. Um, so we were not able to record last week. So all seven of you listening, we do apologize about the delay. Um, we're doing a Q&A today where I'm going to ask Mike a whole bunch of questions so we can get to, get to know Mike. And we're going to go from there. So, Michael, what kind of animal do you feel like? Oh, um, I'm about to answer this in an abstract way. Um, okay. If I had to say I was one one animal, I'd be like Pepe the frog, but specifically the small baby one, Peepo. I'd be Peepo the frog. <laughs> For those of you listening at, at home, Google Peepo the frog. P E E P O. I don't even have words. I don't have words for that. <laughs> in, all my, in all my days of asking people that question, that is single-handedly the best response I've ever received. I don't know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't need to go any further with this. Thank you guys for listening to the collective. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I'm sweating from that one. I just had a had a little bit of a giggle fit. Um, I already had a segue out of that. We're just gonna we're gonna move forward. And we're gonna move into the the food and drink section as we've learned throughout our seven episodes or whatever that Mike is very, very opinionated about food and drink. So oh, yeah. I already know this answer, but I, 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 it's a, this or that Coke or Pepsi. Uh, it's going to be Coke, but specifically a caffeine free Coke zero or a, a caffeine free diet Coke. Cause if I have too much caffeine, I'm going to start screaming. <laughs> So my thing is, so you're you're a you're a diet Coke man. What what is your stance on uh, Coke Zero? No, they're all good. They're all good. I I do not discriminate with my diet beverages. I will drink both. Um, what okay. I get in my house is purely based on what the Instacart lady decides to pick up from the Kroger for me. That makes sense. From the Kroger, not a just a Kroger, the Kroger specifically. Yeah, there's, there's only one Kroger I want her to go into. If she goes into the, any of the others, I'm going to be very upset and going to throw a fit. <laughs> Fair, okay. So, because I know some people are very much like opinionated of Diet Coke or Coke Zero, where they fall into one camp or the other. Yeah, I think Coke Zero tastes a little bit better, but honestly, I drink both of them so fast. 
that I'm not sitting there like a sommelier swishing it around in a wine glass and like sniffing it like some kind of animal. Yeah. I'm I, I'm yeah. I'm gonna chug it. Yeah, <laughs> we're just putting it down as quick as we can. Yeah, I'm usually like slamming it either after a meal or like in between rounds of of computer games. I can't be I can't be dilly dallying with my diet cokes. No sir. All right, Gatorade or Powerade? Uh, who cares? Move on. Next one. What color specifically, though? Oh, I'm a lemon lime fan. That's lemon called yellow, good. you dumbass. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. What are <laughs> what would you say? Top three fast food restaurants for you? Oh. Oh, dude, this is this is probably going to be a harder question than I'm going to get asked during my dissertation defense to earn my PhD in a couple of months. Yeah, um, this one's tough. In in no particular order, because I don't think I could do a, a, a top a top number one. Um, McDonald's, okay, Taco Bell, okay, and I'm going to go for a hot take here. Okay. I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for Arby's in the top. Fuck three yes, well. fuck yes, fuck yes, yeah. dude! I love Arby's. Yeah, I like the party. I like the party. It's a good time. It's a little gross, yeah, but we yeah. like that. What are, what, what? what are your top threes? What are your top threes? Ooh, so I'm gonna go. Um, if you say Long John Silver's, I'm gonna come through the through the computer and kill you right now. I'm considering coming through the computer to kill you for assuming I would say that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the, there's a Long John Silver's like a half a block from my house here. It is uncomfortable how busy that restaurant is. It's busy. It's it's always filled up on the inside, and the line for the drive-through is wrapped around the building and out the parking lot every time I drive by. Because I was it's... about to say, I don't know how they stay in fucking business. I Dude, don't. That and Red Lobster are the classiest seafood joints in town. Dude, I I want to visit. This sounds like a great time. <laughs> it's, top, it's, go ahead. Top three. I'm for sure. Okay, Chick Fil A, Arby's, third, or I mean this third one in this batch. I'm gonna have to say. I'm gonna probably have to say I'm gonna have to agree with you and put McDonald's in there. It's just consistent. Yeah, it's consistent. Dude, wait, do you have cookout the the fast food joint where you live? Oh, fuck yeah, we do. Yeah, that's an honorable mention. Cookout's loud, but I didn't want to get too niche into these small regional chains. Because yeah, we said like, yeah. oh you know, if you're anything like me, when I first moved to Virginia, and people were like, Oh, do you want to go to cookout? I was expecting to pull up to someone's backyard, their uncle's on the grill, he's throwing frozen bubba burgers on. I was not yeah. expecting to pull up through a drive through and have some guy hand me a bacon wrap. That's what I'm saying. But, for like but it's, 50 cents. It's tremendous. Yeah, for 50 cents, they give you enough food to feed eight families. Yeah. They, they, there, there was uh, many times in my hometown, the, the cookout that I was closest to only had was only a drive-thru. It did not have like a walk-up to order nice, thing. Nice. And I, I can say there were times that I was incapacitated and I walked through the drive-thru to get an order. Yeah, they don't care. They do not they care. They don't care. I literally just lined up with the cars. I feel like cookout... There's a one town over from me. There's always a lot of crimes committed at the cookout. There's a lot of 
beatings and shootings at the cookout. So like, I, I try not to go to cookout once the sun is down. No, 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 no. That's when that's when people go to sim. <laughs> yeah, that's when you're you're sitting at cookout. There's 18 dudes and there were shiesty masks on, and you're like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> I got a blast. Yeah. Um, no, cookout for sure gets an honorable mention. Um, it is. It used to be in 2018. It was my my the night before every leg day because I trained legs twice a week, and one of my sessions was on Sundays. Saturday night, me and my buddy would go, and we would get like three trays each and that's what we would eat the night before and then nice. in the morning we would do like a small meal and then immediately go train legs and the sodium pumps that you would get from eating three big like big double trays is yeah incredible Dude, when i was I, a fat guy power lifter back in the day i always had my big sessions on saturday my mm-hmm. friday night dinner for for a little while was i'd go to wendy's i'd get six of the junior bacon cheeseburgers and <laughs> I'd get a frosty as well. I'd have that. <laughs> I'd smash that, and then usually Saturday morning, I'd go to McDonald's for breakfast. Dude, what was your what was your breakfast order? Uh, the the tray, mm-hmm. you know, the tray with the hotcakes. I always got that, and then either an egg McMuffin or an egg McGriddle. Beautiful. I want to know the legal battle that ensued to where McDonald's has to call them hotcakes and not pancakes. <laughs> Specifically, I'd love to know what caused that, like what literature caused. I don't know. The problem is like, hey, these are not being cooked in a pan. These are, <laughs> these are, these are being cooked in an oven in some factory in Toledo and then getting yeah. frozen, shipped out around the world. Like there, like there has to be like, it's like a percentage thing. You know how like Subway got caught that none of their tuna like actually contains yeah. tuna. Yeah. Talk about they can't like, call their meat. They can't call it beef anymore. They just have to call it meat. <laughs> Uh, have you ever been inside of like a a domino's pizza or like a papa john's or something yes yes i have you know how they have the conveyor belt and that's what cooks the pizzas Mm -hmm. i imagine there's a big factory that just dumps this putrid black smoke out into the atmosphere and that's the mcdonald's like pancake factory you just shoot (laughs) a little pancake batter onto a conveyor belt that goes through a little oven can you imagine that Go ahead. Can you imagine how good it smells in there, though? Yeah, but probably the outside, they're polluting all the rivers. Like, you can't just, drink tap water in that town. Like, it's, it's just there's smog. some industrial byproduct. <laughs> See, it's got it's just it's just smog and just runoff. That's all it is. Just <laughs> yeah. for producing little, little pancakes. Right? Yeah, they're <laughs> fucking good, though. God damn it. Are, the McDonald's are pancakes good. are so good. Let me ask you a question. Do you eat them with a fork and a knife, or do you fold and dip them? No, I eat them with a fork and a knife. What do I look like? Uh, do you, do you I, fold and eat them? God damn it. Usually when I'm, like, driving in the car, yes. Oh, no. Uh, see, okay, this is why we're different. If I get the tray, dude, I'm pulling over. I'm eating it in the parking spot. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm like a fold and eat. I'm on the go, man. I'm moving and grooving to the next spot. Um, here's the next one because we know that you are a sommelier in some sense when it comes to your your coffee. If you're if you're having sommelier. to go somewhere, where uh, where are you going? To, like, if you're going to Starbucks, what's your coffee order? Okay, similar to the to the animal question. 
We're not going to Starbucks, buddy. Okay. We're going to go to a 7-Eleven, but it can't be the small rundown 7-Eleven where you go to buy like blunt wraps or something. Mm-hmm. It has to be the really nice one that's like 10 minutes away where you pull up and you're like, am I in a mall? Like, where am I? Are they about to start sending me like Gucci shoes and when I go inside here where it's it's suspiciously clean, that's a 7-Eleven you want to go to. They're going to have a pump thing in the back by the coffee machine and the slurping machine. That's just a on-tap cold brew. That's what you want. It's better than the Starbucks cold brew. And the people at the front don't know you got cold brew. They just they bring you up for an iced coffee, so it costs 99 cents. Ooh, so you're, you're okay. making out like a fucking bandit. And it's, oh, it's so good. But in general, my, my go-to, if I'm out getting coffee, I get black iced coffee or black cold brew and uh, enough Splenda. You know those rat studies that I've talked about with you before where, like, uh, to consume this much artificial sweetener, you'd really have to, like, drown from drinking diet soda. Mm-hmm. That's the amount of artificial sweetener I want in my coffee. Um <laughs> So I'm, I'm putting like if I have like a twelve ounce coffee, I'm putting like five packets of Splenda in that. Bad Jesus point. Christ! <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty intense, dude. Um, oh my god! <laughs> but if I'm at home, if I'm at home, for those of you who don't know, which is you know, these are probably it's probably only my close friends that are listening to this, and you've heard me go on these rants. I have a very nice Nespresso machine. If you have a Keurig at home, throw it out right now. I, yes, I'm talking to you. Pause the podcast, go to your Keurig, unplug it from the wall, throw it into the garbage. Buy an espresso. Um, they're way better. They're, the coffee section you get is tremendous. Uh, but with that, I usually just make an iced Americano. Little, if I'm not in prep, a little uh, Italian sweet cream over top. That's what I want. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, so, we, so we know we, we've heard a couple of your hot takes about food over the last two and a half episodes that we've recorded and uploaded. Um, <laughs> what is, do you, is, do you have another hot take that you would like to share with our audience? Yeah, I got a couple. People? I got a couple, Chris. I got a couple. Fuck yeah. Let's do this. Let's okay. Do this. Pineapple on pizza. Leave people alone about it. Who gives a fuck? Thank you. If someone likes, I don't like pineapple on my pizza. It's not my favorite. I'm just not going to eat the pizza. I don't, it's fine. It's fine. If you like it, whatever. If you don't like it, whatever. Keep your mouth shut. I'm the only one allowed who's who's allowed to, to make fun of people's food choices. You're not. Only me. <laughs> Another only take, like. dude. Double cheeseburgers, not good. Not good. Unless it's a thin patty. But if you're going yeah. to a place that has like a decent sized patty and you throw another one on there, the whole thing gets fucked. The ratios are terrible. I need a proper bun to meat to cheese to topping ratio. And you throw another patty on there without compromising the other parts of the burger, it's fucked. I don't want mm-hmm. it. I'd rather get two burgers. Yeah. Um, no, that's fair. What's another one? Quit putting eggs on my burger. If if you put an over-easy egg on my burger, I'm going to start screaming at the waitress for no reason. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's, it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Like, what am I going to do? Cut the burger in half or take a bite of this burger, have this egg yolk shoot all over my face. It's all over my hands. It's running, running down my forearms. It's on the table. It's disgusting. I look like some yeah. kind of fucking animal. It, no. And what does it add? If you're having a burger that has whatever, 
you know, beef, cheese, lettuce, tomato, onion, pickles, and then the, whatever spreads you like, you're not tasting the egg. You're not tasting yeah. that. And an egg is like a pretty subtle flavor. Mm-hmm. So you, you mm-hmm. all you're doing, you're there for the meme. You're there to tell people, oh my God, I love a fried egg on my burger. Stop it. <laughs> you're Stop not special. It. Yeah. So, and also like, don't put avocado on my burger either. If you put avocado on my burger, I'm going to start freaking out. I, I'm going to cause a scene in the restaurant. Don't do that. Yeah, just basically don't add additional fat sources to a burger. You don't need it. You don't need burger. it. It's too rich. Yeah, it's, it's too much. Dude, we we the the burger. I think uh, the what we know as the American hamburger. I think uh, started started being produced in the 1920s and 1930s. How come in the last ten years we decided we need to fuck it up? Let it let it ride. There's a reason it's been successful eighty years. Let it ride, dude. It's fine. Quit fucking with tried it. it. Please. Tried and true. Tried and true. Please. There's probably other ones right. that I'm going to remember when I get off here, and I'm going to start screaming to myself in the house. Although my dog's <laughs> going to look at me like I'm a lunatic because I am a psychopath. <laughs> you can yell at me about him. You can text me about him. We yeah, I'm going to start sending Chris voice notes. <laughs> now we're going to segue out of food and drink. Mike, you did incredible. Thank you. We're going to move into music, movie, and television. We're going to touch base on oh. that real quick. Yeah. Okay. What would you say are your three favorite musicians, artists, songwriters, singers? What would you say your top three are currently? Ooh. Currently or all time? Yeah. Cur- uh, currently. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. I've been listening to a lot of Nav. Nav is really good. Nice. So Nav is gonna Nav is gonna be up there. Um, Dolph is up there. R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, I'm gonna say it, dude. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a lot of flack, but I've been listening to a lot of Yeet recently. I like it. <laughs> I like Yeet. <laughs> his 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 words really speak to me. You know, really the resonate made, with you. The, the made up literal gibberish in his rap music really speaks to me, dude. I, I need I, a Louis uh, Vuitton head wrap like he wears, dude. I'll I'll find you one. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. When this when this podcast blows up and we have the financial yeah. resources to do yeah. so, what, what, once so guys, guys, I'm telling you, once we get the Dollar Shave Club ad, it's over. Me and Chris Dude, are going to start being ridiculous. We're going to be in be here. Ignorant. Yeah, we're going to be wearing like Louis Vuitton scarves in the middle of the summer just to flex. Just. I'm going to be wearing sun. <laughs> I'm wearing sunglasses inside at night all the time. Oh yeah, when we get like, when, dude, when we get the hymns ad read, I'm buying oh, yeah. a yacht. It's over, That's dude. I, I I will sell my soul for an Athletic Greens ad read right now. <laughs> What's what's another good one that I always see? Um, Manscaped. I uh, saw Ma- Manscaped is a classic. Better Help is a classic. Yeah, Better Help is a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. Oh, Box of Awesome. Box of yes. Awesome is, is yes. one I get a lot. Yeah. Um, God, I feel like I'm missing another one. It's like a subscription box of sorts. Um. Anyways. We'll get there, guys. Just uh, share with a friend so we, me and Mike can get cool scarves. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, once we get to two dozen listeners, it's over. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm gonna be signing autographs at that point. Yeah, you know what I'm I mean? gonna start wearing a mink coat year round, like Rick <laughs> Ross. I'm gonna wear it on stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so top three songs and artists. What is your current favorite TV show? Ooh. Mm. Um, I'm I'm bouncing in between. Yellowstone and Survivor right now, which are two very different, okay. very different shows. I understand that. Um, Survivor is a good one to watch because there's a lot of drama and it's not super anxiety inducing. Like I can't watch very stressful shows all the time because the last thing mm-hmm. I want to do at eight o'clock at night when I'm done work is to have my heart beat, be at 180 beats per minute because there's something dramatic going on. This is just catty bullshit drama of being like, Oh my god! Did you see the way that Tom like won that challenge? And it doesn't matter. But with like mm-hmm. Yellowstone, people are getting like hog tied and dragged behind trucks, and there's guns, and people are getting kidnapped. I can't watch that every night. Otherwise, I'm going to be up till two a.m. just like freaking out. So fair. I've been between those two. What have you okay. been watching? I feel like I feel like you'd have a good good taste in shows. I uh, well, I appreciate the assumption. I uh, recently, I'm kind of bouncing back and forth. Um, I use I kind of do the same method where I'll watch something that's very emotionally draining in a sense, right? Like very traumatizing, sort of. And then I like bounce back yeah. and forth between something very lighthearted and easy, right? Yeah. So for me, I just finished up New Amsterdam on Netflix. Oh, dude, I couldn't do that one. I got through like the third episode, and it was too much for me. I I I started crying. I was like, I it's can't very, watch this goddamn show. It's very stressful. It's very emotional, but it's very endearing, right? Um, so I'll watch like two episodes of that, and then I watch like New Girl to like cool down. You know what I mean? Like oh. I kind of. I also watched uh, Love Is Blind season four. I've been oh. pretty devoted to that. I just think okay. it's a very fascinating series of people who like. I love my favorite thing is everybody's like this experiment. It's not an ex- it's an unsocial experiment. You guys are dumb. Like that's not what this is. This is for yeah. Re- reality television is not an experiment. Yeah, yeah. They keep always wearing like they were just like super excited about this experiment. I'm like, you are being scammed. Like <laughs> that's all. It is. People are gonna make, people will make fun of you. I am people. Um, so I just finished that. I'm waiting for like the next part of the season to release. Um, and then like, you know, late at night when I've, uh, smoked some weed, I usually watch Bob's burgers. Yeah. I've been watching to... a lot of South park recently. Yeah. Not yeah. when I'm under the influence. Cause I, 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 I'm not a, a partaker generally, but yeah. Uh, uh, I've been watching a lot of South park. I like to turn my brain all the way off sometimes. That's what I'm saying. That's why I do it. It's just to like f- fucking empty the tank, go to bed, you know? Yeah. What uh? What would you say are like three three of your favorite movies that come to mind? Ooh, yeah, this one's an easy one. Number one for sure is The Prestige. That's a fantastic film. Um, okay. That 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 watching that movie with me in person, like as one of my friends, that's like being inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm really only going to watch that with a handful of people because if you start asking me questions or you're someone that isn't going to pay full attention. If you take your phone out, I'm going to turn the movie off because 
there's so much going on. There's so much fine detail in that movie that if you'd stop paying attention for a handful of minutes, it's gone. You're, you're going to be really lost and I'm not going to explain it to you. It's, mm-hmm. it's my favorite movie for sure. It's like such an intense psychological ride. Um, mm-hmm. After that, Mad Max Fury Road, fantastic film as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number three to be a little silly is Talladega Nights. Good choice. Good choice. God damn, I love that movie. <laughs> I'd say arguably so the best Will Ferrell movie, in my opinion. Uh, it's the only Will Ferrell movie I've seen more than once. Elf damn. is mid. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Step Brothers, mid. It's yeah. not that good. The, 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 the Anchorman series, was the first one was great. Went downhill afterwards, in my opinion. I've never seen an Anchorman movie. I would say watch the first one. It's funny, but then again, it kind of gets out of hand um, per yeah. usual. Like, like we see with any comedy series of movies, it usually just falls yeah, apart just, pretty if, if If you have a really baller first one, just just leave it there. Like, you know how Hang Talladega on. Nights, we didn't have another one? Because we didn't that. need it. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't need it. We got what we wanted. Okay. We got what about you? What are your, what, are your, what are your movies? Tell me. Ooh. So the place beyond the pines is probably my favorite movie. What what is that? So it is. Um, it's on Amazon now. That's where it used to be on Netflix. It okay. is the reason I love it, it. It's it's a longer film. It's like nearly three hours, I believe. But it what I like about it is the protagonist changes four times throughout the movie, and you don't really notice unless you're paying attention. Like the uh. protagonist frame of view. So. It's basically about a uh, two. It's uh, Bradley Cooper and Ryan Reynolds. Coincidentally, they both have sons. One of them's a, like Ryan Reynolds is a robbing banks, okay, and Bradley Cooper's a cop. Bradley Cooper ends up killing Ryan Reynolds. They both have ba- like sons at the exact same around the same time, right? They're like three months old when they when Ryan dies, and then so then Bradley becomes the protagonist. Originally, it's Ryan. Bradley becomes it. He becomes a hero cop because of this whole thing, yada, yada, yada. Then transitions to where then it's like fast forwards to where the sons are like 16 years old or so. Son goes to live with Bradley. Son hates Bradley. They go to high school. Turns out these, these two kids meet and don't know who they're at, like that their dads are, have been previously affiliated. Uh-huh. And then, then Bradley's son is the protagonist at one point. And then by the end of it, Ryan's son is the final protagonist of the movie. Oh, dude. I'm watching that this weekend. This sounds really it just good. Like trans- it transitions so beautifully. It's like a slow burn movie. It's not like there is some action. There is some love. Like it's, it's just overall like a very well to- put together film for me. I think it's incredible. Yeah. I'm kind of like I'm hits all this of weekend. Marks. It's super fucking good, dude. Um, so I'd say it's number one. Um, I like... Honestly, like Shawshank Redemption, I've seen probably 50 times in my life. That's a good one. I like That's a good one. I like Shawshank or anything of that era, like the Green Mile, like anything of that Tarantino-esque era of film I enjoy. Have um, you seen American Gangster? Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah Dude, I a, like... That's a good movie. I'm going to put that... I'm going to put that top five. Um, number three... Yeah, that's top five for sure. No, I'm trying to think number three, what I would put in there for like, like an honor, not an honorable mention, but I want to throw something more lighthearted. Um, 
No, I don't know. That's hard to say because those two are like my favorite movies. I've watched. Ooh, um, honestly, it's not even a funny one actually. But Lawless, it's on Netflix. It's one of my favorite movies. It's uh, Shia LaBeouf and Tom Hardy in the Prohibition era. They're like moonshiners, but it's really oh. well. It's like very well done. Okay, because I love both Shia and Tom because they're both method actors. So they just like I, I admire method actors a whole lot. And so, yeah, it's, so, it's so really they cool. both started a, a moonshinery and became alcoholics for that to prepare for that role. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Um, there's but that, that one's one of my Shia LaBeouf. Has anyone checked on Shia yeah. LaBeouf? Remember when He's he was like kind of going crazy? Is he good now? So he so for my understanding, he like he had some things occur where I think I believe he like gave HSV one to his girlfriend or something and got canceled for it. And then uh-huh. uh, he did an interview with uh, uh, what's his name? John Bernthal. Or is that his name? The guy who plays the Punisher. Yeah, that's John Bernthal. I didn't know he interviewed people. That'd dude, be so John scary Bernthal, to be interviewed by him. Bro, look, look him up on YouTube. Dude, this interview is fucking phenomenal. John does. Uh-huh. John is actually, in my opinion, and watching him, one of the best interviewers that I've ever watched. And they do a podcast together that is incredible. Like it is. It it, it took me. I'm looking it up right now, so I can see how many views it has. It took me probably four sittings to get through the entire podcast because it was that profound. Whoa. Yeah. So I'm looking it up right now, but. Um, highly recommend it. So I think Shy is trying to get right, is what it seems like. Good for him. No, good for him. I like. He seems to be going like very, uh, very off the wall for a little bit. Yeah, it's very concerning. Yeah, he. Uh, ooh, ooh. Actually, I will say for an endearing movie, movie. Excuse me. Uh, Peanut Butter Falcon is one of my favorite movies of all time. Okay. I feel like it's I've on heard that. again. It's not on, from you, but I've heard that it's on Amazon. So it's a it feels like a Huckleberry Finn adventure type of plot. That's kind of how it's based, right? But basically, the general gist of it is Shia LaBeouf is on the run. He runs into a man with Down syndrome who escaped, uh, like an old person's home. Like hospice care was where he was being taken. He escapes because he wants to become a professional wrestler, and Shia helps him try to get to this wrestling camp. Is basically it. It's very lighthearted. It's it's a fun movie. It's one of my favorites. Very interesting. Um. So that's yeah. I would definitely say that one's up there as well. It just makes you happy every single time I watch it. I've watched it probably ten times over the last like four years. Um. And then Shia also has a movie called Honey Boy, which is like loosely based off of his upbringing by his dad, which kind of explains a lot of his trauma and whatnot. Um, but let's let's see. That's everything for music, movie, and TV. Now we're going to get into the good stuff, Mike. What's the oh favorite? Boy. You have to pick one. Your favorite pair of Jordans that you own. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um ooh. okay okay are we talking about like favorite to wear or like favorite with like their their history or just overall what 
which one I appreciate the most because I'm, I'm conflicted. Oh, well, that's tough to that's tough to answer a question with that question. Um, which pair comes to mind first? When I asked you that question, which pair came to find, mind first? It's weird because I don't wear them that much, but my shattered backboard ones. Oh, yes, dude. I want that pair yeah. so bad. Like, yeah, so bad. Sweet. There's some cool history behind them. But the ones I wear the most, honestly, it's probably um, my uh, low-top ones, the, the, the fragments. I probably wear those mm-hmm. two, three times a week because they just go with yeah, everything. Those are not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. That's a hard question. It I just is. ordered some new shoes this week. What'd you order? I ordered three pairs. Dude. <laughs> what, what'd you order? Um, I ordered the uh, Dunk Panda Pigeons, which are cool. I know you okay. don't think pandas exist, but the shoes do. Um, <laughs> I got the, the Dunk Huff San Francisco's, which are pretty neat looking. Um, and then I got the Dunk uh, SB, the J-Pack Shadows. So I got three Ooh. pairs of black and white dunks. <laughs> yeah, all just a little bit different, though. I like that. Yeah, all, all just a tiny bit different. The pigeons I like. I've seen yeah. those before. Kinda, the other two. Um... No, go ahead. Yeah, the other two you don't really see a lot. Um, well, I was going to say, I think yeah. I'm going to order a pair of fours in the next week or so. I, I might get the white. I might get the white cements, dude. I recommend. I love. I love my fours. I will say they are not super comfortable to wear. Um, yeah, like that, that heel tab gets you, dude. They're just fucking. They're heavy. They're really heavy shoes. Yeah. But like my military blacks are one of my favorite pairs of shoes. I've but I've only worn them three times. Yeah, I've, re- I have two. Pa- I have two pairs of fours right now that I don't really wear. I think we sell one of them. I have the God. I'm gonna sound like such an asshole. I have the the off white fours and the Ama Miniere fours. You have wait the we can we talk? You might might have to talk about the, <laughs> a cost for the second pair because I want them so fucking bad, dude. <laughs> I want them so bad, <laughs> dude. That that is the one shoe that when they started posting teasers of it in March of last year. I like obsessed over it every day. I know you and I talked about it too. And you were the first person I messaged when I didn't hit that raffle because I was so fucking devastated. I had my clients enter for me. I had my friends enter for me. Like that was the pair last year that I wanted more than anything on this planet. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) You decide to sell them. I I will gladly be a buyer. Um, I've worn them twice, I think. So it's not like they're they're really worn they're like very near dead stock yeah that's how my black cats are my black cats have worn two times total and i like yeah. was very careful with them um that's another pair too where it's like i i ripped a chunk of change on them and i've just i literally just look at them on my wall more than anything i uh i've got like my favorite pair isn't even like I've got the mochas, which I I love my mochas. That was the pair that I'd wanted for years and finally pulled the trigger on after my last show. And I wear them periodically, but I dude, I wear my like I've got a pair of the the Gore-Tex ones that I've just yeah. I wear the shit out of them. 
Yeah, I have the white Gore-Tex ones that I, I used to wear a fair bit. I've worn them in a while. I, I just love them, dude. My orange pair of Gore-Tex ones, I have like entirely destroyed with how often yeah, I wear those things. Yeah, that's the thing. You can, you can destroy them, but then take them outside and like spray them off with a power washer and they're going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. Dude, they they look good. They like age really well. Um, but that's, that's the thing is like having a favorite pair and a consistent pair are two different things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like I've, I've got a pair of of fives that I haven't even taken out of the box that I just adore, but I just haven't found the right outfit for them. So they just sit and I stare. I think I have a pair of ones still that I haven't taken out of the box. I have a pair. Oh, yeah, it's the the bread toe ones. I just don't know how to style yeah. them. Yeah, those are that's a and that's a big hitter of a pair for sure. Yeah, I got I have some, I I have some nice pairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I was uh, I mean, I was pretty actually. I'll say my favorite pair that I own are my taxis, my taxi ones. Oh, okay. I have the um the pollen ones, so very similar. Mm-hmm. I wear the shit out of them because they like it's the same colorway as like a Carhartt beanie logo, so it's like it's perfect. Yeah. So that's what you wear ninety eight percent of the days. Yeah, dude, I it's either it's either this trucker hat. I have two trucker. I mean, I've got like fifteen trucker hats, but I usually wear this or the other one, and then or beanies, and that's it. I wear a hat every day. Yeah. I've been wearing. I, I wear beanies a fair bit. I have uh, one of my favorite beanies that I have is like this really light knit Stussy beanie, that yellow one. Yeah, yeah, the Stussy very boys, very comfortable. Bro. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I've got the Nike Stussy beanie um, because I hit that whole oh, that's, that's whole. Nice. I hit the whole sweat set and that beanie all on, on the uh, sneakers app last year. Yeah, I'd be wearing all that all the time. You couldn't tell me shit. I'd just be wearing full nah, Stussy dude. Nike. Like fuck off, dude. I do it. It's a big flex. I feel pretty good about myself when I do it. To be honest with you, yeah, you should. Um, you should feel good. I but dude, I I was so lucky on sneakers last year. I looked back. I hit eleven raffles last year in total. Up until October, three. and dude, <laughs> well, I listen. I hit eleven, and then I haven't hit one since. I've missed yeah. every raffle, and like, if I miss the lucky green ones that are coming out later this month, I will scream. Yeah, that'd be rough. But the what? So, so we talked about your favorites, our favorites. What what pairs do you still want that you haven't pulled the trigger on? Ooh, uh, are we talking about like normal normal pairs? We're talking about like grails that cost like thousands of dollars. Let's let's start with normal, and then we'll just work into outlandish ones. Okay. Okay. Um. So there's a pair uh of dunks, high dunks that um Supreme did that I really like. They say by any means on them. Those are really, mm. I think, fantastic looking shoes. I like them a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the, the Jordan four white cements or mm-hmm. the black cements, either one of those I like them a lot. Um, what else is like a kind of a normal pair that I, that is looking at. let me see. I've actually, I window shop on StockX damn near every day and go. Yep. Um, so I'll go look, let's see what I've been looking at or what I've hearted. I'm doing the same. Oh, there's a, there's a, so probably the, the actual next pair of shoes I'm going to buy. Um, it's the new balance 550 Joe fresh goods. 
Ooh, uh, yeah, yeah. Should I buy yeah. them right now on on air, bro? Should I buy them? I would. Right I would honestly. Those I are cool. Those are really cool. And they're a reasonable right, price as well. My witness. He really bought them. He really. He really <laughs> 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 the boy is flexing right now. I I work hard. You do. You oh, you've earned money. You yeah, you've earned those ten times <laughs> over for sure. No doubt. So we want those. Um, or we yeah, just got so, I mean, those. Congratulations. Well, I just got them, so it doesn't really <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um let's see what else I've like. Yeah, that's that's probably really it off the top of my head that I can think of. Um I have enough ones. I don't need more ones. I want to get some fours and mm-hmm. uh, there. So there's also a pair of Gore-Tex Air Force Ones that I want. Um, okay. They're all black. It's like they're all black. So the, the black Air Force energy, um, <laughs> but it has like the white, white Gore-Tex logo on it. I kind of like. Those are dope. So I'd, yeah. I'd be very happy to get those. Uh yeah, that's about it. Okay. What about you, Chris? What do you what have you been looking at, Doug? Well, dude, honestly, I've been looking at the um because it was another pair that I just wanted because I'm kind of in the same boat where I, I think I've got enough ones except for I do want one. I would like to get a pair of Chicago's one day, but the uh the eighty five black whites that came out last year or this year. Uh uh-huh. um uh-huh. I just I missed on those. I want them just because you can again wear them with fucking anything. Um, the fours that we've discussed that I would love to buy from you. I want a pair of eleven lows. Don't know why. I just feel like I want like the, the cool grays that just dropped again. I didn't even. I literally sat there and it was one raffle that I didn't even enter into. I just looked at it. And I was like, maybe, maybe I just shouldn't even try. Um, I'd say those are probably it though. Like. Obviously, like more fours. I've got my fives, but I've never worn them, so I don't know if I want more fives. But I do want a pair of elevens to kind of like diversify a little bit more, because I've got yeah ones, fours, fives, a pair of sixes, and a pair of nines. So I kind of want to jump up the list a little bit and get a pair of elevens, and then go from there. And then like grails, like the cause fours, I would murder for. Have you seen those? <laughs> Yes, yes. Would you which which color would you get though? The gray or the oh the gray, ones? the gray, gray for sure. Yeah, I the gray ones those are things, sweet. Those things are crazy. Um, yeah, that's really it though. Like I honestly, like, I look at all these shoes and like, yeah, I do want them, but then at the end of the day, I'm like, if it's not like near retail, I'm probably not going to actually pull the trigger on shoes anymore. At least not for the time being, because I spent an ignorant amount of money last year on shoes. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. And I'd rather just get more tattoos. That's kind of where I'm at in my life right now. Mm. Let's transition. I think it's the only grail so we're that we're going to talk really about bodybuilding. It's the Jordan. Oh, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. So the, the only, only grail, grail that I really want now is. Uh... The Jordan one, not for resales. Good choice. Good choice. They're beautiful. Yeah. The yellow ones, not the red ones, the yellow ones. 
Ooh. They're, they're like $9,000, though. <laughs> That's rough. That's rough. Yeah, so I probably won't be ever yeah. buying them. I would hope not. I'll be honest with you. I would probably, I would probably have something to say to you if you spent nine grand on a pair of shoes, bro. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Um, transitioning out of shoes and talking about what our podcast is, I guess, supposed to be mostly about bodybuilding and fitness related questions, um, which is basically the last thing we're going to touch on. Um, what is your favorite? bodybuilder open we're going to talk about open first currently and uh, in the past um currently probably james hollingshead i'm a i've been a okay. big fan of his since before he won um the the spanish pro show i don't know three years ago um four okay. years ago even it was like no it's 2020 when you want that show. Okay. Um, just, yeah. just because I like his demeanor a lot and he's very, very humble. Like there's a lot of, a lot of bodybuilders that I think are a little big for their, their britches. James does not strike me as that. I like that. James understands there's also things outside of bodybuilding, which is something you and I talk about a lot where, you know, he has other hobbies, um, he, you know, plays video games. He does stuff with his wife. He does stuff with his cat, things like that. So probably James. And then of all time, uh, it's got to be Dorian after that. Dorian yeah. Yates. That's, mm-hmm. yeah. Just with how hard he trained, how little he stayed out of, like, the limelight, I think that was pretty cool. Yeah. No, I like that. I like that. I think, and I like James too because he's he just seems like a very introspective person. Like he's very, yeah. I've I've yet to hear him on a podcast where I didn't enjoy basically everything that came out of his mouth. Yep, yep. That's 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 what I mean. Like everything he says, you could tell it's like, even when it's not something you could tell he's been thinking about, it's still a thoughtful comment. If that makes sense. Yeah, like he. Unless doesn't... it's purely just silly. Yeah. Yeah, which he's funny as fuck too. But when he like, yeah, when he um, like he doesn't talk a lot. There's not a lot of quantity in what he says, but there's a lot of quality in what he says, and I enjoy that. Yeah, agreed. And then if we have to say like, we're not going to run through all the divisions, but like favorite. I mean, it's an easy question, but I'm curious if you'll actually say someone else other than what we assume. Favorite classic physique, physique. Oh, mine's probably Urs. Oh, good choice. Good choice. Yeah, I like Urs a lot. His like his glutes make no sense yeah. to me whatsoever. His I I I it, and like Ramon also looks really awesome. I know everyone's gonna be like, why don't you say C bum? Yeah, I mean I get I get it. Yeah. He's the three time Mr. Olympia. Or four time. Is it four now? How many times? The dude just keeps winning. I should know. He'll I never lose. Work for I work for the supplement company. I should know. <laughs> <laughs> he will never lose as long as he steps on stage. Um, exactly. We love Seabum. Love Seabum. But at the same rate, Urs has definitely been one of my favorites to watch over the last couple of years. And yeah. then uh, Ramon as well. I mean, Ramon looked insane at the Arnold. One of the yeah, gnarliest look looks crazy. I've ever seen. Like that most muscular side tricep thing he does. 
where he like has his arms behind him. I'm like, to, yeah. like I don't think people fathom how much muscle you have to have to be able to do a most muscular where your forearms are behind you and you still look fucking massive. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. So moving into <clears throat> this is the most important question. Fuck, Mary, kill, squat, bench, deadlift. Ooh, well, marrying deadlift right off the bat. It's my favorite exercise. Um, yeah. If are we are we talking about free weight? Everything. I'm gonna I'm gonna assume free weight. Yep. Um, fuck. Yep. Actually, no. Kill squats. Kill squats. Because okay, a barbell free barbell back squat is just excruciating. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say f- fuck bench. Because I could, it, yeah. I'll just do it once and then I'm done. Fair, fair. If I bench more than about once, once a year, my arms gonna explode off my body. Yeah, yeah. I love bench sometimes randomly. Like there's a certain body weight where I'm like, benching is really fun. But if I'm like too heavy, it doesn't feel right. But if I'm too light, it feels horrendous. But like this uh-huh. weird, like if I'm like two twenty five. I'm a great bencher, but only at that weight. It just hurts too much. It doesn't matter what body weight I'm at. I benched, I don't know, two two or three weeks ago, just once. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I might bench this week to see what happens. Um, what, in your opinion, as, as all these exercise gurus have been popping up, what do you think is the most overrated exercise? Ooh. The the kneeling one arm diagonal lat pull down. Thank it's you just, so much. That's taking a really great exercise, and then it's like, hey, let's take all the aspects of this exercise that make it fantastic and get rid of it. So you take yep. an exercise, like it's supposed to be you're seated on some kind of bench, braced against the back of it. Um you know, really, really you're balanced on it. You're braced. You have an external bracing thing. It's like, okay, let's take away the balance. Let's take away the external brace. So now you can't lift that much because you're going to get pulled up by the pulley or you're going to be weeble wobbling all over the place. Um, and it just turns into like a dog shit exercise. Yeah. And there's, there's also too much like axial rotation that occurs. Like half yeah. the time you're not I even also, using your lat, you're, you're using your oblique. I would say I, I also haven't seen someone with like massive lats doing that exercise, the like the kneeling version of it. Hmm. Yeah. No, I agree. I think uh, it's, I think it's uh, silly. Another one, the the cable pull throughs for glutes. Those are really silly. Um, yeah. The single leg cable stiff like deadlifts that I've seen people doing where the pulley is sent up ho- horizontal where it's like, per- it's like at their hip height, you are not using your hamstrings. You're simply using the weight of your upper body to lean backward and pull the cable up. You're not training anything. Yeah. One of the, one of the dumbest movements that I've been seeing people do is they'll set up like a, like a cable at like knee to hip height, put like a straight bar on it. They'll walk, duck walk it out and then do squats. I've seen that too. That's the same thing as the 
as the stiff like deadlifting I was just talking about, you're really not yeah. training anything. You're yeah, like you're just like what's the point? Like you could just if you want to do an assist, that's an assisted squat. Just like go yeah, grab you're, a you're bin. doing a you're doing a counterbalance squat. Like yeah, you're doing you're doing the nothing. more the more the more weight you have on there, the easier the exercise gets. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. Like don't do it's, that. It's like could you imagine? Like, let's say you're working with someone and they're they're not great at pull-ups. So you have them doing the assisted pull-up machine. Week one, they're using like 50 pounds of assistance. And you're like, all right, now we're going to go even heavier. Let's use 200 pounds. And just assuming because it's more <laughs> weight, you're lifting more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, trying to think, what is what would you say is like uh, like your least favorite piece of equipment that's commonly used? Ooh. Um, I don't know if it's commonly used. I've only seen a couple of gyms have it, but a vertical leg press. Those are so them. goofy. They're so goofy. Hate them. Like, like if you it, want the, the, to, sh- you it, go. if you want to shit out your L three and separate <laughs> your SI joint, use a vertical leg press. Yeah, I, I think the they're the most utility they have is when you come in the gym on a cold day and you take your winter coat off, you can hang your winter coat on the vertical leg press. And that's about as useful <laughs> like, as it gets. Oh, and the, the, the belt squat. Can we knock it off with the pit shark and the belt squats as power, or not as power, as bodybuilders, just, just stop it. I know you can use 10 plates on each side, but if you actually like understand a bit of physics, the weight is pulling you, down and forward at like a 45 degree angle, but you're just mm-hmm. squatting up and down. So all of the, the, the vector that is the horizontal force, you're not getting in your quads. So you're only getting a little bit of stimulus in it. And also 99% of people are just holding on to the handles and essentially doing like a, a, a lat pullover to get up. Just stop it. Mm-hmm. Squat on a Smith machine, do a hack squat, do a pendulum. Stop with the belt squats. They're garbage. It's fair. It's fair. I can't I can't argue with that. I will say the gym that I used to train at had a pit shark and I did ego lift on it quite a bit. Um just because it was fun. Yeah, would you I, didn't I, I know bet you could put like eight, eight or nine like, plates on it each side. Ten uh ten plates aside for fourteen was my best. Um Yeah, yeah, but it's like and then we Going to Smith on a yeah. Smith squat, what are you going to do? Like four plates aside. Yeah, four. Four at best. And that's yeah. a great day. Um, yeah. But no, we would do it like more. It's like we would do like Widowmakers on at the end of our workout, just for like metabolic death. So we would do like six plates aside and see who could get 50, like with the least amount of breaks in between. Like we were just doing yeah, it as like. That's atrocious. Just punishment, basically. Um, so like they're fun, but. I, I again they they're categorized to me as a fun movement where they're not necessarily practically benefiting me in a sense. Um for you Michael as you are both a coach and an athlete, what are your goals within your athletic career or competitive career in bodybuilding? Like what's the uh, the ultimate goal for you? Um Yeah, uh as far as my own, own competitive endeavors, I don't really have any visions of grandeur with mine. I want to compete to have fun, and and that's about it. Like, be the best bodybuilder I can be. But 
you know, realistically, I've been training for a decade. Um, five of those years have been enhanced. Even when I was powerlifting, mm-hmm. as an enhanced powerlifter, I would have known after that run if I had like the genetics to be a good bodybuilder, and I just don't think that's there. So I'm not willing to punish myself as far as the food and the drugs and stuff like that that it would take for me to to reach a pro card. Maybe, who knows, mm-hmm. that might change. Uh, but as it stands right now, I'll probably compete two to three seasons and just hang it up there. Like, uh, my yeah. my competitive goals in the bodybuilding world are not of my own. They're of my athletes. Um, okay. I don't care what my competitive nature looks like as an athlete. I want to go down with a lot of wins as a coach. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, this actually transitions perfectly. What is one of your favorite moments in your coaching career thus far? Um... So I know it's going to probably – it might surprise people that it actually doesn't have to do with like a show win. But mm-hmm. um, fixing some clients' GI issues that have been going on for like years and years that doctors just said, well, that's just how it's going to be. Um, yeah. So they can finally eat without getting like bloated and distended anymore. Um, having a couple girls come to me who haven't had like a menstrual function in over a year. Within a couple of weeks, we've been able to fix that as well. And that makes me – like that kind of stuff is is really really great. So it's yeah. that the like functional health work is really fulfilling mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, no, I love that, and I think I wish there were more coaches that focused on those wins more than just winning shows per se. But I mean, we all have a different space in this world, I guess. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. What what um last two questions? They're going to be super super good. What uh? What legacy do you want to leave behind at the end of the day? Um. Yeah, I just want to be known mostly as as a coach that cared. You know, there's a lot of coaches mm-hmm. that have really big rosters, and in the off season, you're not even really getting emails from them. You're getting ghost coached by one of their assistant coaches. Um, there's coaches where, unless you're winning the top IFBB shows, they don't give a shit about you, things like that. I, mm-hmm. I wear a lot of pride with the fact that like my lifestyle clients feel just as important to me as my competitors do. Um, yeah. And they, they know they're important. They're not like, Oh, well I shouldn't be bugging Mike. Cause I'm not a competitor. Like they know their questions all just as much value in my head as anyone else's does. Um, so going down as a coach that cared, as uh, I've, I've cared about my athletes more than just beyond their winning capabilities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What uh, ultimately what gives you purpose? Oh, hmm. probably knowing that um, I can make a difference in people's lives for the better. You know, I sure. I I found that like through coaching, through like some of this functional health stuff and helping people with their nutrition. Um, you know, as much as like I might joke around and be like, oh, I just write a plan or oh, I just tell you what to eat. It does go beyond that. You know, we see people when they have improved mm-hmm. health, improved physiques, improved performance, it bleeds into all aspects of their life where they're more confident in themselves. Um, they just feel more comfortable in their own skin and that kind of stuff. 
makes me feel really good. Like I had, I was doing check-ins last night and one of the questions I ask is how are you feeling? Just overall. And one of the girls just said, and one of the girls I work with just said, she feels very proud of herself for how far she's gone. Yes. And like yes. that to me, like that, uh, that's like the best thing I could ask for. So knowing that I have that ability to help people uh, really gives, it makes me feel like my life has a lot of meaning. Yeah, it does. You're changing a lot of lives. You know, it's really wow. fucking cool to watch. Um, I think that's one, of my, that's one of my favorite things. I ask it in my questionnaire every week, what are you most proud of this week? Like fitness, non-fitness related. And it is my favorite thing every week to look at those answers. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 cool, man. I yeah. I think I was not expecting coaching to have this much of an impact uh, on on my life outside of just like helping people win and things like that. I didn't, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I, I and I like I kind of think the same happened to me a little bit too. Like I've, I've gotten to watch. I mean, I've just gotten. I've been fortunate to have some people who've who've stuck with me for years, and, and you know watching them grow as people is like the coolest fucking thing to me, like beyond yeah. the physicality of things. You know what I mean? Like that shit yeah. is like inject that into my veins. I love, love that. Like Drew, Drew Yanilla is the guy that I use as an example all the time. You know, Drew started his weight loss journey with me in 2021. He had lost about 30 pounds previous. And then I helped him lose another 140 in about a year and a half time. And I watched him graduate college and move out of his parents' basement and get his first apartment and go through his first relationship. And then like now, dude, he just bought his first house this year. And like, he's like a senior IT project manager and he's doing all these fucking cool things. And I'm watching him like become confident in himself. Right. And it's like inadvertently, I would, the one little bit of the, the one time I'll pat myself on the back is I know that like inadvertently, I, in some capacity, was the catalyst to lead to all these things because I've watched him become secure and confident in himself. And, like, it's just bled into every aspect of his life. It's the coolest shit ever. Yeah. Yeah. Coaching's cool, man. Coaching's really cool. Yes, like, I, 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 there's, there are some days it stresses me. I mean, most days it stresses me out, freaks me out as a business <laughs> owner, but I wouldn't do anything else. I couldn't do anything else if I wanted to. Yeah. I don't see myself in another career, to be honest. No, I'll coach until I die for sure. There's no doubt. Well, cool, man. Well, Mike, I appreciate you answering all these questions. Um, We want to thank, thank all six of our listeners for tuning in this week to the collective. Uh, Please repost us, tag us all those lovely things. It would mean a lot to me and Mike and our potential scarves in the future. Um, Yes. If you have any, questions comments or concerns please reach out to mike or myself um and yeah mike do you have any tidbits of wisdom to add uh no tidbits but i have a request to to the audience okay. this week, all six of you um send me all of the the pepe memes that you have i am a pepe. massive collection of them <laughs> and i would like them so if you have any unique or rare pepes um please send them to me <laughs> and on that note, this uh, the collective is brought to you by Pepe. Thank you for listening. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
Delva was fun. That was, that good. was a good one. The Pepe one. I'm loving it. Everybody's going to listen. Sorry, go ahead. Fuck. All right, I'll see you. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. 